Good morning, New Hope. Hey, my name's Jeremy, and I am here on a Tuesday morning to do TNT Devos with you guys, and I'm excited, excited for what we're going to go through uh, here in just a few minutes. We are going to start in Genesis, and we're going to finish in Revelation, but I promise we're not going to read every single word along the way. Hey, if you were with us over the weekend, um, just an incredible weekend as we continue to regather uh, in the buildings and online at the iCampus. And um, I want you to know, normally I show up uh, for these TNT devotions with my morning water run through coffee grounds. But today I'm showing up with my uh, fruit of the spirit chocolate milk this morning. So those of you that are joining us online, uh, if you wanna run to your fridge real fast and grab some chocolate milk, that would be awesome. And anyway, one way or the other, however you're joining us today, do this, man. Jump into the comments. Let us know where you're joining us from. Uh, let us know, uh, you know, if there's anything we can be praying for you about, praying with you about. Uh, I was just checking out over on uh, over on the YouTubes. Uh, I've seen uh, Joe Watkins over there, Tabern Smith. Great to see you guys. Carrie Mickler. I'm just so glad to have you all on with us this morning um, as we get ready to dive into uh, the scriptures. Over on Facebook, Cassandra Ruiz, uh, Chef Shell, thank you guys, Tanya, Jerry, seeing you guys over there uh, on Facebook. Again, just great to be here with you this morning. Um, if, you've been, uh, if you've been paying attention, you probably heard uh, that Pastor Tim made the announcement that Thursday nights are coming back at the end of the month, October 29th. We are rolling back out Thursday nights, which is one more opportunity to invite people, one more opportunity for, for people to, to hear the message of, of Christ. It's also one more opportunity to serve. Uh, we have a lot of our Thursday volunteers that are currently serving on Sundays, and they're going to be sliding back to Thursdays when we reopen those services. So if you are uh, not currently volunteering, man, we'd love to have you jump in there. You can text SERVE to 642123. You can, you can also just shoot us an email at volunteer at newhopechurch.tv. Um, so we're going to need people on Thursdays and we're going to need people on Sundays. And if you've been volunteering before and you just haven't really jumped back into that, man, it's a great time to do that. We would love to, to have you jump back in there uh, and, and be part of what God is doing in and through New Hope. And let me start with, uh, let me start with a story this morning. It's story time, okay? Back in 1991, um, most of us were probably alive at that point. Uh, back in 1991, the great uh, Hall of Fame announcer Vin Scully was doing a baseball game for the Dodgers. Um, he was only, he's 92 now. He was a, a young 63 back then. And in the middle of the game, one of the players, Andre Dawson, got hurt. And after they'd kind of done some uh, looking at him and checking on him, uh, um, sorry, Vin Scully got the report back. Uh, but from the reporter, he said, the update on Andre Dawson is that he's day-to-day -day with a bruised knee. He's day-to-day -day with a bruised knee. And Vince Scully, as only Vince Scully could do it, stopped for a moment, kind of let everything rest, and then he, he leaned into his microphone and he said, day-to-day, -day, aren't we all? It's kind of true. It's kind of true. We're all day-to-day -day right now. Uh, and so I want to walk through uh, something that we can bring into our day-to-day -day, uh, to make it really, really relevant and meaningful to what's going on uh, in your life. Um, if if you haven't really noticed lately, there is a lot more yelling um, than I am personally in favor of. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot more arguments and conversations and and things that are not uh, what I think what the scriptures would call us to. So if you've got your Bible this morning, we're going to jump in and see kind of where this uh, where we can how we can approach life uh, in the middle of of these days. Uh, so we're going to start in Genesis chapter two this morning. Back at the very beginning, Garden of Eden, it's just Adam and God at this point. Uh, Genesis chapter 2, verse 7, I'm reading from the NIV. 
It says, the Lord God formed the man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living being. Now the Lord God had planted a garden in the east in Eden, and there he put the man he had formed, and the Lord God made all kinds of trees grow out of the ground, trees that were pleasing to the eye and good for food. In the middle of the garden were the tree of life and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. I want you to pay attention to those, those contrasting words there, or the, the contrasting descriptions of the trees, the tree of life and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Now jump with me to verse 17, if you would. The Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to work it and take care of it. And the Lord God commanded him, you are free to eat from any tree in the garden, but you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. For when you eat of it, you will surely die. So there's this, at the beginning, God puts Adam into the garden and he says, there's a tree of life, the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And then he comes back and he says, you can eat of the tree of life, but the tree of knowledge of good and evil, as soon as you eat of that, you open yourself up to death. Um, this is important. It's the same word, both places. And we're going to jump now actually to Deuteronomy chapter 30. I told you we're going to go all the way through. We're still going to get to Revelation. Uh, Deuteronomy chapter 30, there's a, another passage that uses that same word. The, the, the actual word there is chaya, uh, which, which is translated life. So Deuteronomy 30, verse 15. See, I set before you today life, same word, chaya. See, I set before you today life and prosperity, death and destruction. For I command you today to love the Lord your God, to walk in his ways, to keep his commands, decrees, and laws. Then you will live and increase and the Lord your God will bless you in the land you are entering to possess. And then jump with me to verse 19. He says, this day, this day I call heaven and earth as witnesses against you, that I have set before you life, same word, life and death, blessings and curse. Now choose life. I think it's an important uh, understanding that as we continue through scripture, God continues to point us towards life. He continues to say to his children, you can eat of life, for knowledge of good and evil, choose life, choose life, choose life, choose life. We know uh, probably all of us or a good number of us could quote Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21. It says the power, uh, the tongue has the power of life and death. So the power of life and death is in our tongue. Um, it's the exact same word again. It's that same concept. So God is continually pointing his children to, to choose life. Choose life and not death. Choose blessings and not cursings. Choose, uh, choose life and not, not what we have really kind of settled into uh, in, in our world. And we do it as humans, right? We, we want to know what's right and what's wrong, what's good and what's evil. We, we run to this, the, the figurative tree of knowledge of good and evil. And we spend all this time trying to decide who's right and who's wrong, who's this, what's the right thing to do, what's the wrong thing to do. And we spend all of this energy all of this time on something that God says to us time and again in scripture, what choose life because in choosing life, we bring life into situations where life isn't currently existing in that situation. Choose to bring life into your, your world. What if, what if we started reframing that question? What if in the midst of, of conversations, in the midst of relationships, in the midst of discussions and the situations that we find ourselves in in life, instead of saying what's right and what's wrong here, and, and not that we don't have an obligation to know what the scriptures tell us. God says, choose life and follow my decrees. But there's so much noise about the extra biblical what's right and what's wrong stuff. What if we just said, well, what brings life into this situation? How can I bring life 
into the current conversation that I'm in? How can I bring life into the relationships that I'm in? How can I bring life into the situations that I'm in? Um, God consistently through scripture says, choose life, choose life. Let's keep, as we keep going, because we, we can't stay very long if we're going to make it all the way to Revelation. But turn over to the New Testament, Matthew chapter 22, uh, verse 36. We're going to start there. I can find it. Matthew 22, verse 36 says, Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? And Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. For all the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. So Jesus has this moment where he's given the opportunity to, to lay out for all of humanity, for all time, what's the most important thing that we can do. And he says the same thing twice. He actually gives us two commands. But he says, love and love. That's that choosing life moment for him. He, he, th- there's, there's 10 commandments and there's an entire Old Testament that he could have said, the most important thing you can do is this. The most important thing you can do is this. And he says, the most important thing that you can do is to love. Again, that doesn't mean that we don't, or it doesn't mean that we live with an absolute disregard for right and wrong. Or that when someone, uh, when we have opportunity uh, to speak into someone's life, that we don't speak what's right and what's wrong at times. But be wary of, of giving unsolicited advice, I guess I would say. Uh, and, and instead, be abundant with speaking life into the people around you. There's an author named Bob Goff, um, and he, one of the quotes I love from him says, the people in your life need love more than they need advice. And I think that's, that's the question that we have in front of us. How can I bring life into the situation, into the current moment that I am in? More than they need us to answer the question of what's right and wrong, more than they need us to share our great wisdom that we've gained over the years and our experiences and our stories. And the people in your life, the people in my life, before they know anything else, they need to know that they are loved, that I'm speaking life into them, that I am telling them how valuable they are in the kingdom of God. See, sometimes we actually spend so much time in the conversation about right and wrong that we venture into the realm where we're trying to do the job of the Holy Spirit. And I'm so thankful that we serve a God and we, the Holy Spirit's job in that is to correct us when we need correcting, to guide us when we need guidance, and to help us along the way and empower us to live a life um, that shows love to the people around us. But be careful that we don't cross that line and become the Holy Spirit in someone else's life. Yeah, I don't want that role, and I'm, I'm sure you don't, you don't want it as well. Uh, just avoid the temptation to, to spend all your time and energy fixing what's wrong and telling people what's right. Uh, as we continue through the scriptures, John 16, 13, I'm going to read this one from the message because I believe that the translation there pulls out something that, it, that is really important. Jesus says, I still have many things to tell you, but you can't handle them now. But when the friend comes the spirit of truth, he will take you by the hand and will guide you into all the truth that there is. He won't draw attention to himself, but he will make sense out of what is about to happen and indeed out of all that I have done and said. He will honor me. He will take from me and deliver it to you. Everything the Father has is also mine. That's why I've said he he takes from me and delivers to you. 
I have been on the receiving end of deliveries from the Holy Spirit when he has said to me, this particular thing you have to stop. This particular thing you need to start. This is right. This is wrong. This is good. And this is evil. And can I tell you, I've been on the receiving end of that from people too. And do you know which one I respond to better? Probably the same one you respond to better. The one that we know comes from God. Again, that doesn't mean that we don't take opportunities when the moments are there and the people are asking. But by and large, let the Holy Spirit do the work of the Holy Spirit. I, I have found when someone comes to me and they say, well, what's right and what's wrong in this situation? They already know the answer. The Holy Spirit's already working on them in the moment. And the best thing we can say back when someone says that to us is, well, what's God saying to you about what's right and what's wrong? What are you sensing about what's right and what's wrong? And when we ask that question back, we actually inject life back into the conversation because we're pushing them back to God and we're letting the Holy Spirit do his work. The, the single best recipe um, to help someone change their behavior is to love them and point them to God. Show them the same kindness that God has shown you. Uh, let, that, let that kindness, let that life be the thing that changes their behavior. Um, very few people enter the kingdom of heaven through nagging. It just, it just doesn't happen. We came into the kingdom because the kindness of God drew us to repentance. Um, think about it like this. Who in your life is the best at winning arguments on social media? Who's the best arguer, fighter, point maker uh, on social media? Maybe they do it outside of social media too. Uh, Maybe in real life. Who's the best arguer, fighter, point maker in real life? And then who's the person that loves you the best? And when, when life's tough and moments happen, who do you call first? I call the people that love me and the people that have spoken life into me and the people that have spoken life over me. Those are the ones that I run to because those are the ones that, that are the most able to push me back to Christ and to help me grow in the moment. So we started in Genesis. We touched Deuteronomy, touched Proverbs, touched uh, the Gospels of Matthew and John. Now go all the way back to the book of Revelation because I told you we're going all the way today and we're going to do it. Listen for that word. Remember that word, Chaya life? Uh, Revelation chapter 2, verse 7. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes, I will give the right to eat from the tree of life. So at the very beginning, God says, you're not ready yet. You're not ready yet to understand the difference between life and good and evil. Your, your humanity is going to keep you from understanding that. And at the end... When the church is regathered, we overcome. He says, I will give you the right to eat from the tree of life, which is in the paradise of God. So that's in Revelation 2. That's kind of close to the end, right? But it's not all the way to the end. So let's go all the way to the end. The very last page in my Bible, before I get to the book of maps, is Revelation chapter 22. And verse 14 says this, Blessed are those who wash their robes, that they may have the right to the tree of life, and they may go through the gates into the city. So at the very end, when everything, everything comes to conclusion, and we are one with God at that point, he says, you get the right to the tree of life. But until we get there, you and I have to make a choice. Will I bring life into the conversation? We get to fully experience that at the end. In the meantime, we 
we get to experience it in the best ways we know how, bringing life into the conversations that we have, bringing life into the situations that we have, letting people know that they are loved and that there is a life in Christ that is unlike anything they could ever imagine. Don't get stuck in the right-wrong conversations. Don't get stuck in the who's good, he's, who's evil, what's good, what's evil. Those things take energy away from us that we can be expending in bringing life into those relationships. So let me leave you with one more quote by Bob Goff, a guy that I, I love, and if you haven't read him, I would encourage you to go do that. Um, he says this. He says, God doesn't give us influence so we can lead people better. He gives it to us so we can love people more. Who in your life needs to be loved more? Who in your life can you bring life to today? Use your influence to love people more. Use your influence to, to bring life to them. And as, as the book of Deuteronomy says, today, choose life. We pray for us. Pray for, for uh, our life-giving conversations today. Then I'm going to turn you loose to go conquer Tuesday, okay? Lord, thank you so much um, that you, first off, that you brought life to us. That as people who were away from you and were dead in our sin, uh, you brought us life. Before we even knew it, before we had any concept of what it was, through your kindness and your goodness, you drew us into a life that we could never imagine. And Lord, now may we go reflect that life into the world, a world that uh, has a lot of volume in it right now, but doesn't always have a lot of life in it. May we be givers of life. May we be bringers of life. May our conversations be life-giving conversations. You have given us the power of life and death in our tongue. May we choose life. May we choose to speak words of life into and about the people around us. Lord, thank you that, that we have a choice in the matter. And thank you that through your Holy Spirit, you empower us to bring life into a world that is dead and dying and needs to know that there's life in Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, listen, it's been great being with you guys this morning. Uh, big Tuesday ahead of you. Go conquer it. I will see you back here Thursday morning for TNT. Um, and before y'all bail out on the chat boxes, if there's anything we can be praying for you about, get right in there. Let us know. Uh, you can go to prayer.newhopechurch.tv and submit your prayer request right there on the prayer wall as well. We love to pray for you guys. We love to pray life over you and see what life change God can bring about in your life. Love you, New Hope. We'll see you Thursday.